Hi, this is Dan. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I trust that it'll encourage you and build your faith. If you'd like to connect with me further, visit my website at revivalnow.com. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at RevivalNowDanSteep, and Twitter at RevivalNowDan. You can also download the Revival Now app. Enjoy the podcast and share it with a friend. Welcome to this episode of the Dan Steep Podcast. I'm Evangelist Dan Steep, and we're going to be talking about demons and are demons real? What does the Bible have to say about demons? You know, there are at least a hundred references in the Bible about demon spirits or devils. And every New Testament author, uh, except for the author of Hebrews, every New Testament author wrote from the position that demons were real. So that means that they didn't always necessarily have a discussion or write about demons, but within their writings, uh, they, they referred, and, and it was implied, that demons were real. And Jesus taught his disciples that demons were real, and he also taught them that um, he was an eyewitness, Jesus himself, to the fall of Satan from heaven. Because you have to remember that Jesus is the second person in the Trinity, and he was present in the beginning. Uh, in fact, let me just read to you, there's a lot of places we could go, but I'll just go to John chapter 1 and uh, read that from Scripture. In John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and this is speaking about Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And we go down to verse uh, 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus was there. He witnessed the fall of Satan. And uh, he says in Luke chapter 10, verses 17 through 20, When the seventy-two disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Yes, Jesus told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. But don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. So it was very clear in the words that Jesus spoke that uh, evil spirits, demons, are real, and uh, that, that he'd given his disciples authority over them. So where did Satan fall to? He fell to earth, along with uh, you know, all of the demon spirits, those, those fallen angels with him. And a large portion, if you think about this, a large portion of the earthly ministry of Jesus was involved in casting out demon spirits from the oppressed. Uh, it, was a, it was a regular thing with him. In Matthew 10, verse 1, Jesus called 
his 12 disciples together and gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and heal every kind of disease and illness. So he gave his followers authority to cast out evil spirits. Uh, John chapter 14, verses 12 to 14, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works that I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. He said, you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it. So that's the power and that's the authority that Jesus gave to his followers. He said, anyone who believes in me. I ask you, as you listen to this, uh, this podcast, are you a believer? Are you walking in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Can you remember a time in your life where you publicly, where you repented of your sins and you received in Jesus Christ, his forgiveness for your sins? If you haven't done that, at the end of this broadcast, I will give you an opportunity to do that very thing. Jesus, um, the Bible says in Acts 10.38 that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So the, clearly there is a, a, a connection, a link between sickness and disease, and demonic oppression. It says Jesus healed all who were oppressed by the devil. So Jesus taught his disciples that, first of all, demons exist. Secondly, that his followers have the authority over the demonic realm. And thirdly, that they can walk in victory. Amen. They can walk in in victory. He said, you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. That's awesome stuff. They exist. Demons exist. We have authority over that realm and we can walk in victory. And in Matthew chapter 25, verse 41, Jesus is speaking, and um, he says, The king will turn to those on the left and say, Away with you, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his demons. That's scriptural proof as well, that first of all, demons exist. Secondly, hell wasn't made for you. He said, that the eternal fire was prepared for the devil and his demons. So if you're in Christ, don't fear. You have nothing to fear. If you're not in Christ, you have everything to fear. But we can remedy that at the end of this episode when I give you the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior and receive his forgiveness of your sins. In Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 through 9, the scripture says, And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels. And the dragon lost the battle. And he and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent, called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world, was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. 
So does the Bible teach that demons exist? Wholeheartedly. Matthew 17, verses 14 to 20. At the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. Jesus said, you faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Then Jesus rebuked the demon in the boy, and it left him. From that moment, the boy was well. Afterward, the disciples asked Jesus privately, why couldn't we cast out that demon? You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. So this boy's afflictions were rooted in the demonic. Just as we see in Acts 10.38, where the Scripture says that God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power, and he went forth healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Every work of Satan was destroyed through the repentance of sin and the blood of Jesus Christ. In Galatians 3, 13 and 14, it says that through Christ, every curse is broken. One thing that we know for sure, Satan hates you. He hates humanity because uh, we're, we are God's crown jewel of creation. And if you're a born-again believer, he hates you specifically because uh, not, we were all created in the image of God. But through sin, uh, that image uh, becomes distorted in people. But when you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, the image of God, you're restored to the image of God. Psalm 34, verse 19 says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, right? The righteous are Christians, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. The blood breaks every chain. 1 Corinthians 15, 57, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus. 2 Corinthians 2.14, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Hallelujah. We have the authority, we have the power, we have the victory in Christ. And so his disciples came back to him in Matthew 17.19-20 and they said, uh, why couldn't we cast out that demon? He said, you don't have enough faith. I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible to you. In Mark 9.29, in Mark's uh, account of this story, in Mark's gospel, this is what Jesus said to him. This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. And what is prayer, what does prayer and fasting accomplish? Many things, but one thing is an increase in faith. It purifies our faith. So some come out, come out by prayer and fasting. Some The armor of God. By, by taking the armor of God. Some come out by fighting the good fight of faith, even unto prayer and fasting. Well, what are demons? Demons 
are fallen angels deceived by Lucifer. One-third of the angels in heaven revolted against God and they were cast down. They're real, they reside on earth, and they have power, but not all power. They are not all powerful. Jesus said, greater is he, being God, who is in you, as a follower of Christ, right? Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. Revelation 12, verse 9. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world, was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. In Ezekiel, let me turn to Ezekiel chapter 28. Ezekiel chapter 28. Read verses 11 through 19. Ezekiel chapter 28. 11 through 19. Moreover, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, Take up a lamentation for the king, king of Tyre. The king of Tyre in the Old Testament is a type of Satan. And say to him, thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper, sapphire, turquoise, emerald with gold, the marksmanship of your timbrels, and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers, uh, the, I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day that you were created till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your, your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they, may, they might gaze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your trading. Therefore, I brought fire from your midst, it devoured you, and I turned you to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all who saw you. All, knew, uh, all who knew you among the peoples are astonished at you. You have become a horror and shall be no more forever. So this is a picture of Satan. The, the, the chief of angels, beautiful exquisite. In Revelation 12, 4 says, his tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth and devour a ch child as it was born. But the key part in this lesson or this episode about his demons real is that a third of the stars of heaven, those, those uh, fallen angels were thrown down to the earth. So that's what demons are, fallen angels deceived by Lucifer, a third of the angels of heaven revolted against God, and they were cast down. They're real, they reside on earth, they have power, 
but not as much as we have. And how many demons are there? Well, the only thing we can say clearly is there are many, like many multiple millions. It's unknown how many there are, but the Bible gives us some insight. We know that it's one-third of the original angels in heaven. We know it's a fixed number because there's no marrying or procreation in heaven. So whatever uh, that number of angels in heaven is, it's a fixed number. So one-third of that is, is also a fixed number. Revelation uh, chapter 9 tells us that there'll be two million involved in the battle of Armageddon. right? So that's how we know it's, it's a fixed number, but it's many multiple millions. In the New Testament, there's an encounter uh, that, that Jesus had with a demon-possessed man, and when he spoke to the demon, he said, uh, his name is Legion, for we are many. Now, I don't know if that, um, you know, like a Roman legion in the military was 6,000. I don't know if that was a reference to like a Roman legion, but we know that it was many. And in Daniel and in Revelation... In the last days, they, they tell us that in the last days that world politics are under the influence of demonic spirits. Globalism leads to the Antichrist system led by the unholy trinity in Revelation 13. And Jesus' prescription. So are demons real? Yes, they're real. They exist. There are many. They are powerful. But they're not all-powerful. Jesus said, don't fear, only believe. He also said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. What is the church? The church is comprised of every born-again, blood-washed child of God. If you're trusting in Jesus Christ for the salvation of your soul, if you're following him as the Lord and Savior of your life, you have nothing to fear. Only believe in him. If you've recognized your sinfulness, repented of that sin, and received the free gift of salvation by faith, you have nothing to fear. Greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. But if, you've, if you're not currently, if you don't know, if you have any doubt whatsoever that if you died today, you'd spend eternity with, with Jesus in heaven, I want you to pray this prayer with me. It's very important. Just pray this prayer from a place of sincerity in your heart. The Bible says, if you'll confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in his heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So pray this simple prayer of salvation from a place of sincerity in your heart. Just repeat it after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I admit that I've sinned. I believe Jesus died for my sins, and he rose from the grave to give me victory over sin and death. I confess my sinfulness. I repent. Please forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart and make me a new person. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer with me, welcome to the family of God. Please go to our website at revivalnow.com, revivalnow.com. 
When you go there, you'll find a big red button on the front page that says, I just got saved. Click that button, and it'll take you to a place where you can view some video resources that I've prepared for you to help you get started in your Christian life. And you can also fill out your contact information. If you'll fill out your contact information, we're going to send some resources to you to help you get started in your Christian life. So go to RevivalNow.com, click I Just Got Saved, and follow the prompts from there. I want to thank you so much for uh, tuning in and uh, following along in this episode of the Dan Steep Podcast, Our Demons Real. I trust that it's been a blessing to you. I trust that you've been encouraged and strengthened in your faith. Make sure you continue to tune in for more episodes, because I'm committed to putting out as much sound biblical teaching as I possibly can. I want to prepare the Bride of Christ, which is His church, to be ready when Jesus comes very soon to rapture us out of this earth. So until next time, be blessed in Jesus' name.